0: Life is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. We're here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. We'll give you a behind the scenes look at your favorite local businesses and what it's like to be self-made.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Made Life podcast. I'm Sydney and I'm here with Ashley and Megan Megan is currently feeding Ollie, so you'll have to (laughs) bear with us here. Mom life.
0: He might put up a fight. We'll see.
1: All you moms understand. So this week we're going to be talking about Market 101 and all the things that come along with shows, anything from your local craft show at your church, all the way up to one of a kind, because... I feel like I've been through it. I know Ashley's done a fair share of markets, um, but I've been doing markets for three years now, so Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a lot of knowledge. Whether it's good knowledge or not, I think it's pretty good, just Mm -hmm. based on past experiences. Um, But we're going to get started with our boss or bust first. Ashley, do you want to start?
2: Sure. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, I'm going to take a bust this week. Um, so it is April. We just finished the one of a kind show. And I know Sydney is going to disagree with me here, but I'm going to take a bust from the one of a kind show. Um, Tane and I, um, ended up doing the show. Uh, we didn't have it on our radar. They reached out to us um, about maybe just over a month before the show asking us to do Marketplace. Which is a lot in general. It's a it's lot. It's overwhelming. Yeah <laughs> and we decided to go for Rising Stars and we got in and so that involved a lot of prep work, building a display. And just like preparing like physically and mentally because the days are long. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a commute. Um, it is a huge commitment. Um, and honestly, like, I'm not sure if the product based uh, side of our business is going to last much longer. I think we have been going through a bit of a shift and we are switching our gears up to more service based offerings. So whether that be, calligraphy uh, workshops uh, teaching one-on-ones doing like wedding signage which you've been killing lately all your workshops (laughs) yes it's been a busy ride but you know what um that's where it's heading that's where we're gonna go so I mean the one-of-a-kind show was great and it was fun to do and we'll get more into that later but Mm. yeah I'm gonna have to take a bust for that one Okay, I'll (laughs) let you take
1: it, even though I think you should have taken a boss, but whatever. Um, I'm actually going to take a boss this week because I have been coming off the one-of-a-kind show. The one-of-a-kind show is crazy for us in general, but I came off the one-of-a-kind show with a good amount of wholesale orders. And that's kind of our big focus for this year is um less shows and more wholesale orders. So just trying to get our product out to as many people as possible all across Canada um and into the states maybe even too. So um I think we'll be in almost every province hopefully by the end of this year is my hope. Nice. So yeah, so I'm going to take a boss for that. What about you Megan?
0: um i'm gonna take a boss this week too um i i'm sorry ashley it's okay <laughs> um don't you yeah, be sorry I i'm gonna take a boss um mostly because i've been booking more monthly social media management slash content um clients which is huge for me it's uh like content creation and social media management is more of a newer thing for me within the last couple of months. And it kind of has taken off a lot more than I thought it would. So every time I get a new client that wants monthly um, content and management is just a huge win in my books. So I'm going to take a boss because I added another person to my my list of clients. I love it. Every time I get one, it's just a little happy dance i'm so proud of <laughs> Means you i going to put food on the table as many of you self-employed makers know <laughs> every sale oh yeah a person does a happy dance it's
1: true <laughs> you go girl yeah seriously um what about everyone's current obsession right now i would say mine is coming back around maybe linda from dollop inspired me but i'm trying to get back into baking Um, it's a huge passion of mine and something that I don't do nearly enough and
2: uh, I'm looking at the cookies that I made
1: last night right now They
2: were so good I've been doing that Weight Watcher thing lately and I I'm not helping you in any way with that I'm accounting for it I had one it was about five points no I had two so that's about 10 points so that just means (laughs) that I gotta have my zero point soup all day today so points you win some you lose some well, I hope it was worth it. Oh, it was worth <laughs> every crumb. There we so go. Good.
0: What about you, Megan? Um, current obsession. I don't know. Like right now I'm really big into like this weather that we're having. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and, seriously. And walking. Um, you, I've been using the new um, piece on our stroller for walks instead of like the car seat bucket. Um and on, just walking to the park more. So I'm going to say like outside and the fact that it's not -20 mm-hmm. <laughs> is going to be my obsession, which is a little obscure but No, I'm all, I'm, I'm, all I'm all counting it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's
1: all I wanted for my birthday it was
0: nice weather, yeah, and I nice got leather. it. Yeah, so. and it's here now. So. Yeah.
2: What about you Ash? Okay, my current obsession is Winnie's new collar. Um, <laughs> And Leish from Lex and Joe. She's probably listening and doing a little happy dance. Love you, Abby. um, We met Abby at the one-of-a-kind show, and she's just, like, the biggest sweetheart. Um, The biggest human alive. We got Winnie a little collar, and it's super cute. It's... Salmon colored, <laughs> not pink, not pink. <laughs> salmon colored. Um, takes a real man to rock that salmon color, and mm-hmm. uh, he's a little bit of a pansy boy, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got him a cute color, and we engraved uh, his name on it. She had, she had like this engraving machine on site, and so we got Winnie with our phone number um on a rose gold uh hardware and then a matching leash because i did her price list i <laughs> was going nice love vendor trade. trades <laughs> yeah so like, thank you abby i am loving it winnie is loving it
1: that's the best too i was doing shows and well i'm obviously we'll get into all of this but doing shows and doing trades with other makers is like the best i yeah. love
0: it i've done far too many trades in my day <laughs> Well, if it benefits everybody, then it's worth it, right? Totally. And then it's exposure for all the parties involved. Yeah, and if
1: you love it, you're probably going to post about it. So it's, yeah, it's good exposure for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay, so we're going to break down market prep and everything you need to know today. Um, So I think we should start with how to apply to markets. Cause it's a lengthy process and it's, mm-hmm. how do you know where to find markets? How do you know which ones are good? How do you know which ones are bad? Which ones are worth it? And honestly, I think a lot of the time it's really hard to know going into it. I think there's shows that have a good following already built up, obviously like the one of a kind show. But I think that if you are like one year in business, you're probably not doing the one of a kind show. Um... I didn't do for it. For the in, most
2: part. Yeah. Unless I mean, you're Ashley. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people that do it in their
1: first year. And to you, kudos. I mean, I did it my second year. And then there was people that I met my first year that were like, oh, yeah. No, like, this is – I've only been in business for eight months. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And you started here? Like, I can only imagine. Um, I think when you're applying for shows – there's a lot of resources like Facebook is one. There's so many Facebook groups like um, the Small Business Owners of Ontario of Southern Ontario is a big one. Um, there's one for Hamilton Makers called Hamot Makers. Um, there's so many options. Um, so make sure you get yourself into groups like that because then you'll find out about all the shows coming up. Um, but I think the biggest thing for shows is honestly kind of just dipping your foot in and promoting it as much as possible and even if you don't know if it's going to be a good show or not is just on your end promoting as much as possible and letting people know that like you're going to be there and what other makers are going to be there and what who you love that's going to be there and that's a big thing because then that's going to make people want to come to the market.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree and I think too like um, from our end, what Tane and I did was we kind of like market hopped for a little bit, like a mm-hmm. couple months before like our business really took off. And so we, you know, checked out Burlington Maid's Spring Show. We checked out the Craft Winter ADN. Show. We checked out Craft Adian. Uh, we went to the One of a Kind Show, like the the Holiday Edition, um, just this past year. And we kind of, like, got our feet wet with that. We connected with some other makers that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney, that's how we met. I had uh, the one of, or not the one of a kind of show, the Burlington Maid Spring Show. Um Hold on, I have to let my dog out. <laughs> so, yeah, uh Sydney and I met at the Burlington Maid Show in spring of last year. Uh, I was like that little unicorn that wanted to learn more about markets and how to get in, how to apply. So we met up for a coffee one day and I I asked spilled her- coffee all over you. <laughs> she <laughs> spilled her cinnamon dolce whatever on me. I smelled <laughs> like cinnamon bun going home. It's not a
1: bad thing to smell like. <laughs> it
2: could be a lot worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's okay. I still love you. I um, felt awful. <laughs> it's Okay. Um, but, yeah, I had, like, a million questions, and she was so great. She just answered them for me. She was great. Um, you're so, yeah. great. You're great. you. are great. Thank you <You're> great. <laughs> Thanks so
1: much, guys. Let's just uh, compliment Sydney Hour right now. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> I think it's a big thing too to just kind of find makers that are either not necessarily similar to what you do but like in the same kind of a field that you kind of want to position yourself in the direction of going and uh, connecting with those kind of people whether it's one-on-one or whether it's even through Instagram like it doesn't even need to be someone locally to you it can be someone that you just really like admire their hustle Mm -hmm. and you reach out to them and I'm 99% sure they're going to give you the, like a little bit of their time in the day to help you out. And yeah, most tell people you, are
0: pretty reasonable. If you ask them a question, they'll answer it.
1: Totally. Like I love helping new people out and helping them figure mm-hmm. out what works for them. And I think a big thing, too, is like starting. You kind of have to start from the bottom with shows. You kind of can't just start out with the best top shows right away. I mean, you might be lucky and you might get into really good shows right off the bat. But I think a big thing is kind of like paying your dues and like starting out at shows that might not be the best show ever, but you got this church basement show. Yeah. You just got to <laughs> learn. Like yeah. I, my first show I ever did was a small show in Toronto. Um, it was a pretty well-known show at the time. And one of my friends got me into it. Um, I can kind of tell the whole nightmare of a story, but it doesn't get much worse than this. I don't think, um, I showed, I drove all the way to Toronto for this show with my mom, We didn't know how much product to bring. That's a whole other thing we can start with. Um, Drove all the way up to Toronto, and I was supposed to pick up a table for my friend because you didn't get a table at this show. Um, And so I think I paid like $45 to be there or something for the day. I drove up to Toronto, went to my friend's house. Oh, funny story. My friend doesn't live at that address anymore. I had to drive across town to pick up this table. Uh Uh-oh. So I had gotten to the venue with five minutes to spare before the market, which is a big no-no, just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and the market event coordinator was not happy. <laughs> she was very angry. Um, and little benounced to me, I showed up and there was a table there for me. Oh. Um, it wasn't a four-foot table like I thought I was getting. I got, I think it was a two-by-two tall top table (laughs) and I just squeezed two um seats in right next to um our table and kind of just made this little
0: thing work yeah yeah
1: (laughs) kind of just made it work through a little tablecloth over it and uh scurried in there and threw all my stock underneath quickly and just sat there um I think we did better than we thought I think we only made like $110 maybe that day, but anything making our table back was totally worth it. Um, And then my friend was actually friends with the girl that was organizing the show, and she called her out on her bad behavior to me. She explained how it was my first show I'd ever done and all this stuff and all the miscommunication. And she actually came... The organizer of the show came back over and actually apologized to me after because she realized how mean she had come off for being my first show ever and encouraged me that my product was good and that mm-hmm. I should
0: continue doing shows. Yeah. If, if you're running a market, you need to realize that there are going to be first timers there yeah. or people that are unsure what's happening. So like a mm-hmm. huge set of like rules and etiquette and like, hey, I want you to be here around this time, and you're going to get this. Yeah. It's huge a lot if you're running a market. Of, yeah, like, a lot of like people communication, like an onboarding email, yeah. or a little mm-hmm.
2: kit for when they get there, just so like they're in the loop. Yeah. yeah, the
1: best shows that I've ever done have been the most organized shows, and where there's a whole email that goes out say a month before, and then like two weeks before, a week yeah. before, and then maybe like... key. Yeah, really, the day before, is. whatever. Just kind of stating what's happening what time load-in is Mm -hmm. where what door you're loading in all that kind of stuff is always really really helpful so if you're thinking of planning a market (laughs) take some of these tips
0: communication (laughs) if you're not a
1: detail-oriented person find someone that is and have them help you because that's a huge thing um some people love details. Some people don't care for them. Um, the people that love details will very much appreciate you. Um, especially if I'm it's your first person. time. Yeah. Especially if it's your first time doing a market. It's scary. You're nervous. You're probably going to read that email 15 times yeah. over because you don't want to do anything wrong when you show up that day. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've paid like a hundred bucks to be there or to upwards of, you know, $200 for a day to be there. You want to make sure you have your best foot forward when you're starting Yeah. out. Um So I would basically when you're applying to shows, I would just say put your best foot forward. Um, Think of your brand as a whole and what people see when they come to your booth. Um, Explain your product and don't be humble. Like, don't be, like, shy and meek about your product. Talk about your product like it's the best thing in town. Like, everyone needs it. And not that you're, like, cocky or anything, but come off, like... This market could use you for this reason, and this is why you need me, and this is why my product is different, because that's really going to stand out on an application, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I think, too, like, even, like, preparing before you even apply, like... Making sure you have, like, really good, like, product photography. Mm-hmm. Um, use, like, a a lighter white background just to showcase the or product. Or have someone then, do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> have Megan. Hire Megan. Plug, plug. Have, plug. Like, have, have someone some professional, professional do it for you, too, right?
1: Yeah. Um, your product in use. Yeah. Yeah, is always a
0: good thing, too. And you're not just selling your product. You're selling yourself, too, mm-hmm. really. Like, you are your brand, so you need to make sure that you are – like presentable and um nice and and everything like you need to make sure that you're not like a super bitch uh, but like love my product you need it's you too
2: yeah it is your heart and soul and show people why you love it yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to wear like a gown or like a dress or you know like a suit but like or a t-shirt with your
1: brand on it but just come polished
2: yeah, look presentable, like even your if it's hair your first. Day. Yeah, <laughs> even if it's your first yeah. show you've ever done, like, I don't –
1: I just don't be – like, I know it's, like, a dumb thing to say, but just try not to be nervous. Like, yeah. just calm yourself down, and it's only going to go as good as you want it to you go. Want it to go. Yeah. yeah. And if you come in with a positive mindset, even if it's not – even if you walk out of the show and you've only made your table back, there's yeah. so many times – even last year, I was two years in business and there's shows that I've done where I just make my table back and for, that's it for the day. And it sucks, but I think going into it, just have the most positive outlook and hope for the best. And you're only going to grow from the
2: experiences like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have business cards or, you know, like a small postcard of, you know, other offerings that you do. Like maybe you do custom work, maybe you do mm-hmm. services as well. Hand those out, make it your goal to like go through a small stack because you never know when those customers will essentially
0: come back to you. Yeah, you're going to have to treat it as like a networking event as well, not just like here buy my product. It's a here I want to make a connection with you as well Mm -hmm. because then, yeah, you're like just what you said. Two months from now, that person that saw you at the show reaches in their purse, sees your business card that you handed to them and remembers how awesome you were. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I could. I'm going to go on her Instagram and see what workshop she has up coming because I want to take one of those. Yeah. So it's like. It does come back around. It's like when, like with
1: Ashley is like being a, pro, like a service based business where it's like, or Megan even. Like you go to a show and you meet Megan at a show or you meet Ashley at a show and you're like, oh, I'm getting married. Who's the first person you think of? Oh, right. I went to that show and I met Ashley and she did all those really cool um, custom signs for weddings or I need a photographer. Oh, I met Megan at that show and she was so kind. Let me reach out to her on Instagram and Mm -hmm. see what it looks like or whatever. And that kind of situation or if you're a product based business like me, it's not necessarily about like Megan said, like sell, sell, sell all day. If I'm having a bad day at a show and no everyone's walking by and not paying any attention to me, I'm gonna put my smile on and I'm gonna greet people and I'm gonna say, Hey, like why don't you just take a card? We have free shipping on Etsy tonight. Like that's always a huge thing too. Mm -hmm. Like setting up your shop for people after the show because I'm one of those people that doesn't necessarily buy at a show I might walk through and if something really catches my eye I'm gonna buy it there but maybe necessarily I don't want to buy anything at this show but I'm gonna go home and follow everyone on Instagram and then I might buy something online that night so a big thing that I found always works for me is setting up your shop for free shipping or some kind of like 10% 10% off or something. Yeah, show discount. Um, coupon, yeah, for the people that were at that show.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: then you'll see return sales after, mm-hmm. even if people didn't maybe want to buy yeah. from you that day. And you
2: can track it that way as well.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. Now, with you being a product-based thing, how much product do you bring? Like, how much is enough?
2: It's
1: hard to tell, and that's a huge thing going into shows. I think if you do well online, you can kind of take that and Mm -hmm. maybe double it for a show, like, I would say if you have a print, like, for us right now in our collection, our stripe is doing very well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's called Downtown Streets in our collection. Um, And then the other one is Concrete Jungle. They're neutrals, but people are really, like, seeming to like the take on a classic. Um, And so those ones specifically, I would make sure that I have, like, a lot of
2: those just (laughs) and
1: it's never bad to have product left over after a show because if you're in stores um you can always drop off product to them after Mm -hmm. it's always nice to be able to replenish stores um or
2: if you have like another upcoming market you're prepared
1: exactly or just even stock online for the people that are going to order you can just literally throw something in an envelope and send it out you know then you don't have to worry about being a made to order
0: thing now like that since I'm not product based, I have so many questions. No, now would it. you base it on um like how many other vendors are at the show, like size wise, how the show has done in the past, capacity wise? Um, would you base it on like timing at the, what time of year, like Christmas versus spring? Yeah. Would you base it on like, okay, I went to the show last year at the same time. So say it's like a May show, May last year, you went to the exact same show and it was super busy. There was mm. 50 vendors and everyone was, looked like they were kind of buying. Would you base your amount of product that you bring with you based on that I would specific, say... um, shows past,
1: I would say it's always nice to kind of get your foot in the door so you kind of can figure out where you're going to go from there. Yeah. My big thing this year with One of a Kind was it's always nice to have something under your belt. So as soon as you get through your first show, you'll kind of figure out what works. For me, it's Products are kind of all over the board because you could go to a show in Burlington and then two weeks later do a show in St. Catharines and it's going to be a completely different outcome. Mm -hmm. So like the one of a kind show last year, I figured, okay, we're in marketplace. So people are probably just going to want to get a more affordable bag from us. So we're going to make uh, like 200 carryalls. We're going to bring a bunch of carryalls because that's probably what people are going to want to buy from us unbeknownst to me my most selling product was our biggest bags so our pouches and our foldovers did the best because I don't know maybe in my mind it's because people in Toronto like to carry a lot of stuff with them because they're out all day I don't know or they travel more or I don't know but that was our best selling bag our larger sizes so it's kind of knowing geographically what does well for you um and if you're starting out I would just say if you sell sets online, like we sell, like certain collections, we'll sell the same bag in three different prints, or we'll sell the same print in all four sizes in one order. So it's kind of going off of what does really well online, if you have that background. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, going into a show, I would talk to other vendors and say, like, what was your best seller? Was it a more higher price item? Was it a lower price item? Um I I don't know. It's hard when you go to shows. It's so hit or miss. It's so hit or miss because you can go in with so much product or you can go in with not enough product and then your shelves look empty. So I would say always bring more than you think you need. Okay. Always. Because
0: I guess that's a good kind of jumping off base is bring more than you think you're going to need. Totally.
1: I like something like Burlington Made, I would probably bring upwards of 125 bags. Because you don't know what your best seller is going to be when you get there. You could go there and the sell- the one thing that hasn't sold online at all could be your best seller for the day. Like my, I don't know, say my Starbucks bag hasn't been doing well at online at all. But I go to Burlington Made and that's my number one seller. So you kind of never know. But yeah. I would just say be prepared. Bring as much as you possibly can. And it's never bad to have leftover stock. Okay. You can always do a sale later on on your website or an Instagram sale or (laughs) whatever. Or,
0: like I said, stock your stores.
1: Yeah.
0: And just kind of. Speaking of sales, covered. How do you guys, since I don't do shows, I'm kind of asking you all the questions now. You guys are the guests in this (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Um, Money wise, how do you process those sales at a show? Like, do you do cash only? A lot of people are doing the squares with debit credit. Like, what is. If you were trying to help other people start off, what's the preferred method of buying? So, like, if I walk into a show, I'm going to only have so much cash with me or my credit card. Yeah. Like, personally, I don't want to use my credit card. I only want to use the cash that I have with me.
1: See, I'm the opposite. I hate using cash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I want to stay on budget. It's good in a sense because you can say, okay, I'm only bringing, yeah, I'm only bringing $100 and that's all I can spend, which is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, I'm more of like a take your card and chop later kind of person. So I don't know. For me, I would say for your first show, you can definitely do cash only. Make sure you bring a float. Yeah, but is it, is it worth it to invest in a payment system like Square? Like, like I definitely think it makes you look more professional, yeah. regardless, even if it's both your have first Square, show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can sign up so easily. You just have to put in your banking information, and you get approved within a few days. Um, you get the swipe reader for free. So even if you just start out with that, taking mm-hmm. credit cards, um, it takes a small percentage. But honestly, it's totally worth it because there's so many people that will walk away from your booth if they say, oh, you don't take credit cards? Oh, okay. Or I'll yeah. go to the ATM and then they never come back kind of thing. So, yeah. I mean, that's always the opportunity to give them the card and say, okay, well, if you miss us or if you happen to have to leave or something, here's my card And you can go online and shop tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like with your booth, Ashley, since you have service and product, do you find that some people pay in advance for a service at your booth or do you give them like your card and say, can you email me later and talk about it?
2: Most people wanted to email us later. Okay. Nobody bought like a service like on the spot. Okay. Um. So they would just like email us after saying like, "Hey, met you here and here, mm-hmm. was interested in this," and like we have seen like people come back to us from that, uh, which is nice because it's always like, "Oh, there goes someone wanting a pet portrait," but who knows if they'll come back, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we we have, like, the the swipe reader for Mm -hmm. Square, and for the one-of-a-kind show, we invested in the tap reader, and we're so glad we did, because a lot of people were paying by tap uh, debit. Yeah, and and it's
1: something where, like, even if people are, like, not sure, they can use their debit card, and it's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. So it's like, you know what, I'll just... Tap my phone. You can use your phone. You can use your debit card um, or your credit card. So it's nice to be able to just be like, tap, done, here we go, you know. And I got I got my product. It's easy on both sides. Yeah. Um, Also, if you have a really busy show, it helps to get people out of your booth or away from your table quicker, which is always nice to obviously connect with people. But yeah. if you have a busy show, you're like, okay, tap,
2: here you go, and you can be on to the next person. Yeah. So. Okay. But we also, like – have um our fanny pack from sydney from this and that <laughs> design co which plug, she plug. made custom for us mm-hmm. but she does have the cutest fanny packs and we keep our cash flow in there so typically we'll get you know i don't know um a hundred dollars worth of change mm-hmm. as our float so mm-hmm. when people come if they're like paying with like 20s and they bought something for ten dollars we can get them change.
0: yeah um, and that's good to have it on your body, and then you don't have to worry about if you walk away from the booth, oh, I just left this. your pencil this. case yeah. $20 or yeah. $200. Yeah, you don't want to leave that box there unattended. Yeah. It's just on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Tane mm-hmm. loves
2: to rock the floral print fanny. (laughs) I I love
0: seeing him in his floral (laughs)
1: fanny pack. It's the best. Um, yeah, that's been a big thing for makers at shows. We always bring them and I always have makers running over. Oh my God, I need one like right before the show starts. And then they throw it on. and They're so grateful to have it because it keeps everything safe and all in one place. So, um, yeah, that's a big thing too. Um, making sure that you have enough change. So when we started out for shows, I made everything in $5 increments just to make it easy. Mm-hmm. So then you only had to have $5 five and $10 bills, and then you were ready to go. You didn't have to worry about rustling around in your fanny pack trying to find a loonie or a toonie. It's just, like, easy. Um, And even if your prices are, like, $11 or $12 or whatever on your site, maybe it's a little bit cheaper at shows because people are buying it in person. You don't have to worry about shipping, or maybe yeah. you don't charge tax or whatever. Um If you're not there yet, you can kind of just, like wrap it all in and give them kind of, like, a show price for, like, $10 or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, And that's also, always a good incentive, too, for people to buy then rather than yeah. go home.
2: I'd also recommend, like, having, like, a small, like, price sign, like a price list sign. Very um, important. Because, um, you know, sometimes people are maybe too shy to ask you, like, how yeah. much something is. But mm-hmm. having, like, a nice, uh, just, like, a simple typed out, out printed out, sign in like a a five by seven frame like yeah i just put mine in a frame polishes i'm guilty
0: of that i'm one of those shoppers i'll walk by a booth and look at the products And then look at the pricing without talking to anybody. Mm -hmm. And if the pricing is within my budget for that item, then I'll stop and talk to them.
1: You feel more comfortable. I feel a little bit
0: more comfortable because then I'm like, okay, well, if I do end up buying something, I can afford it because Mm -hmm. it's within my price range. Mm -hmm. But if I walk by something and I think it's interesting, but it's way out of my price range, then I'm going to hang back and look from further away Mm -hmm. because like, I'm super guilty of this, but like, I don't necessarily want to talk to the person and get their hopes up thinking I'm going to buy something. Yeah. But I don't necessarily want to be rude and just be like, eh, smile and keep walking really quickly. Yeah. I want to interact and learn more, but I don't want to necessarily lead them in the wrong direction Being like, well, I like your stuff, but I can't afford it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, my thing too in like shows is like, I don't get a lot of time to see stuff. So what I do is I just go around and I kind of follow everyone on, on Instagram or if there's something that's like a more like expensive item, like Megan was saying. I just give them a follow on Instagram, and then I keep up with them. And if there's something that I really love, then maybe I'll go back to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't be, like, discouraged if maybe you don't do super well at a show. Just like I said, it's like and Megan said, like, it's always a marketing opportunity, and it's always a good option
2: to be able to um, grow your customer base. Mm -hmm. The fortune is always in the follow-up.
1: Oh, look at you Mm. with the wise (laughs) (laughs) taglines. I love it. (laughs) So good. I Um, love it.
0: Okay. I have a question about booth neighbors. Yeah. Um, Like, because obviously you're not in a wide open area and you're standing alone by yourself. You're going to have some... People next to you, obviously. Now, mm-hmm. what do you do? Like, do you try to talk to them or do you try to, like, hey, I need a pee? Can you watch my booth with them? Or, mm-hmm. like, are some people nice and some people not so nice? I, like, what? I've
1: never had a bad experience <laughs> with someone next to me. Yeah. I think that some people are social, some people are not. Again, yeah. It. Like, I'm always going to introduce myself and be like, hey, like, how's it going? I and mean, maybe you make small talk. guess. Yeah. because you're going to be there with however done? many
0: hours next to this person. Oh yeah, right? you're going
1: to set up next to that person, camped out, and a lot of the time you might be at the show by yourself. Like I've done, a, I do a lot of shows by myself, where mm-hmm. it's nice to have someone like at Burlington Made. We always are beside Linda from Dollop. and I know that she's good with my booth. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I mean, most of the time Megan's floating around, or maybe <laughs> Ashley's close by, but it's always good to introduce yourself right away to your, your booth neighbor. And I value that. I think that it's a nice thing because you don't always
0: see people yeah. going because out. Because then you're life. networking with another maker. Yeah. And if you befriend them at the very beginning, then if you do like a food run or a bathroom run, you can feel comfortable asking them because totally. you've already befriended them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things where like you never know
1: who you're gonna meet. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's always it's always a good idea to and then you can follow each other on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can keep up with each other. I've I've been friends on Instagram with people that I've done shows with, like, way, way back in the day, and it's, like, nice to just, like, keep keep
0: up and keep tabs on them mm-hmm. and see how they're doing every now and again. Now, yeah. speaking of Instagram mm-hmm. and social media, what do you guys do while you're at the show? Do you story? Do you encourage doing stories? Do you All post about
2: things. it? Yeah.
0: Like, I know, like, Ashley and you were both doing stories at One of a Kind, but, like, To our listeners that are listening and maybe are in two or one markets this year and they haven't really done it, what would you suggest to promote it leading up to and at the event? So I've done a lot of
1: shows that aren't well promoted, um, and that is not always ideal, and it's not always – it's a little worrisome going into shows when you're like, okay, I don't have a a flyer promo for this or Mm -hmm. whatever, I've made my own. (laughs) I'll straight up make my own flyer for your event um, if I don't have something. It's as simple as going on an app like Canva. And I know you might cringe, Ashley, because you're a graphic designer, but I am not a graphic designer, therefore Mm -hmm. I take what I have in my wheelhouse, I go on my iPad, I take the photos that Megan's taken of my product, and I slap them up and I go, whatever put like a cute little like banner like header or something on the photo and i'm gonna put like this show and then the date and then if people want more information they can always dm you um if they live in that city or they are free that weekend or whatever Mm -hmm. um and it just kind of lets people know where you're gonna be um if not you can also do what i do and reach out to the market creator and say hey just wondering what you guys are doing for promotion that's a big thing um making sure that they're giving you some kind of poster for socials yeah um making sure that and this is a big thing too if even if you're just applying to a show and you want to know what the market person is doing
2: um, ask them before you even apply that's a
1: huge thing because if you're paying like a hundred dollars to be at this market you want to know where your hundred dollars is going to
0: i would Um, hope it's going into marketing that's the biggest thing that's a huge huge thing
1: yeah you would hope it's not just going into the venue and then into their pocket so yeah. you would hope that they're putting money into ads on Instagram and socials. Um, you hope that they're putting out posters in their local area and all the coffee shops and all that kind of stuff. And if not, tell them to print a hundred posters and do it yourself if you have to. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where it's like you, as much legwork as you put in is as much mu- like is as much return as you're going to see. And so I think that if you go to the ma- the person right before the shows, like you've even applied to the show and you say. Hey, like, just wondering, um, can I get a flyer, like, a promotion, like, page? If you don't have one, can I make you one? If you feel comfortable with doing that. If not, like, just ask them, are you going to have one? And when you do, can you email it to me? I would love to post it on my socials to promote this event. And they're always going to be happy to hear you wanting to promote their event. Because it's free promotion for them. So why not? Um, So that's a big thing leading up to the If you don't promote it,
0: no one's going to show up and then everybody's going to fail. Like why wouldn't you want to encourage that? And
1: don't feel like you're being pushy either on Instagram. I think that people think, oh shoot, I've already posted about this three times this week. But honestly, it's not very like often that someone's going to see your instagram stories every time you post it anyways Mm -hmm. and if they do they might just flick on through so maybe you need to post about it three times in order to get that target customer Mm -hmm. that you want to make it to your market or to give them the heads up that you're going to be in their town this week Mm -hmm. um i think during shows is a huge thing too doing like pre-load in stuff or like i just packed up the car here's a
0: photo i love seeing that kind of stuff like as a Consumer. Behind the scenes. I love seeing behind the scenes. Like following um the Oak Diaries mm-hmm. um leading the week leading up to One of a Kind. I loved watching all of the people getting their stuff together and loading into the thing, and getting their booth. Like I love that kind of stuff. Well, someone, and I know I'm not alone. Like No, you're not. Like One that? of
1: my friends the other day was literally texting me saying that she was watching um makers do their office tours or something like that. Yeah. Or like there's videos on YouTube apparently of people like Packing... (laughs) Sorry. Packing (laughs) orders. um, And literally doing it in, like, a time lapse. And people just watch it. People love that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, like... It's like video crack. Yeah. Like, people (laughs) think, like, oh, is this weird for me to post? Honestly, post it. You'll probably get, like, a million people liking it. Like, people... You'd I be surprised what people stuff. like on Instagram. Yeah, like people stuff is hilarious. Yeah, and love people it. love like someone like Elmerico. she always does like those time lapses of her sewing or her like writing out orders and sending them all out or whatever. Or like Ashley, like when you posted your wax seals and people went nuts. Mm-hmm. Um so you'd be surprised like what people like We love. posted
2: like a video of us stuffing like uh cards into the sleeves mm-hmm. and Winnie was on my lap just hanging out and so many people who saw that um went like when they came to see us at the One of a Kind show brought that up and it was just so funny. Mm-hmm.
1: mm mm-hmm. So you don't even realize who's really actually watching until yeah. which is cool. Um but yeah, so stuff like that is always fun, like leading up to like the week of your market or whatever and prepping. Um from there. Um, and then I would say, once you get there, yeah, this is my booth. Come find me. Here's my booth number or like doing a little video from the outside of like how to get into your booth. There's so many creative things that you can do. And I mean, just watch other people's stories and kind of get ideas from that. And then, yeah, making sure you're posting pictures of your booth. And even if people can't make it, they'll message you on Instagram and say, hey, that bag, like on the third shelf four in from the left, like, can I get that? Can I put that aside for me so that I can um, have you, like, send it to me or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, people love that stuff, like, I can't make it today, but please, like, set this aside for me, I would Mm -hmm. love to take that, um, specific product, so, And it's always nice too for markets like because then people that um love your product can come shop in person and they can actually like I have so many people that are like I wanted to make sure I came and saw you at this market because I want to feel how soft your bags are I wanted to um see the lining on the inside or I wanted to see size wise like I couldn't like I couldn't picture it online I know your measurements are there but I couldn't picture it so it's nice to like Mm -hmm. see it in person Mm -hmm. um so it's always nice because those people are most likely going to be your sales or at least they're going to be able to like have a tangible idea of what they're buying when they go online too yeah so i think that's gonna be part one (laughs) if you guys have any questions um feel free to instagram message us yeah we're Um, definitely gonna
0: have to do a part two of this for the rest of mm -hmm. like we could go on for hours uh, i know i feel like i rambled
1: sorry guys um (laughs) but yeah if you guys have any questions like for sure instagram message us um at self-made life podcast or even on our personal accounts Um, I'm always down to help. And there's actually so many people that are out there, um, for reference to that can help you with like booth design. So if you're wondering, like, that's a whole nother, like that could be a whole nother podcast. podcast. Part two, part three. Yeah. Part four. So like I met someone the other day that literally does booth consults and, um, booth design. So like you can hire them for a small fee and they can either make you a booth or they can give you tips on what they should do. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I think that's going to be all for today. Um, I know you heard me talk for most of the time, so I'll let you send us off, Ashley. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening today, guys. And uh, yeah, like I said, just feel free to reach out to us. um, And to everyone that is doing spring markets, best of luck.
2: Good luck.
1: You got this. Drink a little Red Bull before you go in. Be stoked. um, Try to get some sleep the night before. Yeah. And uh, I'll be visiting you guys at some of these markets this year.
2: So thanks for listening today, guys. And we hope those market tips were helpful for you going into market season. Please follow us on Instagram at the Self-Made Life Podcast, at This and That Design Co., at Tana and Ashley, and at Megan Bouchard Photography. Uh, We want to see who is listening, so please tag us in your stories if you are listening um, either on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast um, fix in. Uh, We would love to see that and share you in our stories. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM us um, at the Self Made Life Podcast Um, and we'll talk soon. Thanks guys. Have a good week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.